Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Momo today, John? Yeah, you know, Ramona's going to be late to her own funeral, so she'll be in here uh, (laughs) shortly. And she'll be eating and uh, and talking. She'll have a phone in her left hand and some type of food in her right hand. A coffee, Breaking news for ESPN. Or Taylor will open the door for her and she'll sit down and she'll say... How's it going? And she'll have no idea that she's ten minutes late. Yeah, that, that that's my. I want I I want to be able to have that gear. I I start if I'm not ten minutes early, I start freaking out that I'm going to be thirty seconds late. I can't can't do it. What did you tell that story one time where Kirk thought the pregame? Kirk's always early. Kirk, well, Kirk, no, Kirk is never so, late. By the oh, way, he's never late. Same yeah. with yeah. Michael Thompson, never yeah. late. Ever. Yep. Kirk Kirk and I have been doing Rams pregame for all seven seasons the Rams have been back. Yeah. He has literally never been late, but he also shows up about three minutes before we hit the air, but never late. So Times I've learned perfectly. over seven years to not mm-hmm. sweat it, right? Yeah. So this most recent I think it was the Raider game, actually, we're the show starts and he's not there. And I text him like, yo, where are you? He's like, we started three thirty, right? I'm like, no, we started start at three. three. He had the time wrong, so he so did he did he make it? Not in time. Oh, he, wow. he missed a good fifteen or twenty minutes, and I can I knew it bothered him as much as it would bother the three of us because we're all pretty punctual. I want to go back to something you said about Russell Westbrook. Yeah, as currently constructed right now, obviously there's a lot of basketball left. Clippers are in this eight. Lakers are in the nine. I know. I was looking at this today. <laughs> so you know where I'm going How with this. How great would it be? Right? All right. So here's what I was thinking. The Clippers own the Lakers. Ten in a row. And 45 out of 50, I think. I mean, it's oh some insane gosh. number is, like that. Are you? Is that an exaggeration or is it really? I don't think so. Okay. Look it up. The Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, those yeah, years look, they look dominated. Up last, look up last. Just sleep. Type into a Google search: Clippers, Lakers, last fifty games. I think it's forty-five oh, and forty-five. Oh. I mean, they've just owned the Lakers. Yeah. Um, since Chris Paul and Blake Griffin got there, but, but, everybody thinks that when the chips are down, it's it's like the Niners and the Rams. Yeah. The, the Niners have beat the Rams seven times in a row, I and mean, then they meet in the NFC Championship game, and the Niners wet the bed. If the Clippers were to lose to the Lakers in a one-game playoff, they would have Steve Ballmer would have to take those billions and hire a truck of psychiatrists <laughs> to get that through that. Can you imagine? They have they have dominated a team. You cannot dominate a team more than they well, have. That, that's what we were talking about. So I, I wonder if it's... And by the way, if they meet, I'm picking the Lakers. Well, that's where I was going. The, the Lakers and the Laker brand and what it means. And by the way, this team under this scenario would have Anthony Davis playing very, very well. Right. The supporting cast. Maybe LeBron back. Maybe LeBron back. So let's just put everybody has everybody. Okay. Okay, Lakers are at full strength. The Clippers are at full strength. Okay. Is it a no-brainer to pick the Lakers? No, it's not a no-brainer. Um, the Lakers are a different team than they were those last ten times. Thirty-one lost to and them. seven over that stretch right, since so, 2013. All right, so thirty. That, that it's that bad, okay. you know. Um, and so the the Lakers are a different team now. So are the Clippers in a lot of ways. But so I think you you almost have to throw those records out. I just think that. If the Clippers have dominated the Lakers in every conceivable way for. 10 years. Mm-hmm. So what would you say, since 2013? Since 2013. Yeah, so We're getting to that 2013 Literally season. 10 years. Mm-hmm. And if the Lakers got them in the playoffs, because they've never been in the playoffs, ever. No. Nope. In the history of the Does this count? Because it's technically not the playoffs. playoffs. Of course it counts. Play in is a playoff. <laughs> Let's go. And they did. By the way, speaking of the Clippers, I was thinking about something. The, the, when Ramona gets here, she can comment on this more than I can because she talks to more people at the Clippers than I do. But the general consensus of media who cover the Clippers, anybody who's in the league would tell you, Paul George and Kawhi do whatever they want. All right? Mm-hmm. They they tell you when they're going to play. They tell you when they're not going to play. They If they're injured, they'll tell you when they're coming back. It's not it's not a collaborative thing. It's Kawhi will tell you when he's ready, and right. Kawhi I've will tell that. you when he wants to play, blah, blah, blah. Paul George, too. Yeah, both of them. Okay. 
And if you talk to people who have left that team, who were on it and left, well, they that, will tell the speculation you that, was that one of the reasons that Doc and the Clippers kind of was they were they were at odds over that dynamic, right? And I heard that Ty Lue manages it. Like he, yeah. Ty is one of the best coaches in the NBA. He'll say, "Okay, um, so I've got to work around that," and then he does his thing, and he's he's able. They put together a pretty good team. But wouldn't I would? There's very few things that I would pay to be a fly on the wall. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when somebody, I don't know who it was, had to go to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and tell him, hey, tomorrow at 10, I need you at the Intuit Dome to <laughs> hear Balmer talk about, about the bathrooms. <laughs> and you got to wear this hard hat. All right? So, uh, well, I'll, I'll see you there. Oh, <laughs> I'll see you there at 10 o'clock. You just stand behind Balmer and let him talk about toilets. Could, did uh, you Kawhi see the, was there did at 830. Like Kawhi is standing directly behind Balmer, and the, yeah, there's yeah. A, a still photo that's out there, and it's got that classic Kawhi smile, that weird kind of like, what am I, what am I doing here kind of smile. It's pretty great. Yeah, I, the, somebody either either paid those guys to show up or told them uh, there was an exchange of something there. Hey, you do this, and uh, we'll send you a car. We'll pay a, a stipend or something, but. There's there's almost no way. All right, a little bit of breaking news here, guys. This just uh, came in. This is from uh, Sham Sharania, who tweeted, This just in. Glendale, Colorado police have closed their investigation into Grizzly star Ja Morant with no charge or crime. Quote, there was not enough available evidence to charge anyone with a crime. Well, that was never going to be his problem. His problem is going to be the with the NBA. Um, which is why I disagree with you two guys, and maybe you guys have changed your position. But when we I talked about, not. you think he's he'll be back Monday? I think that he's going to be back much sooner than later. I, okay. I, yeah, I, I would not be surprised if he's back next week. I think the opposite. I think he will not play a game this month. But uh, and then what's today? The eighth? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, yeah. Thirty so, days left for the season end. Yeah, I think they need to make a loud statement now. David Stern, when he was the commissioner. If you had a gun-related incident, he threw the book at you. Yep. Yep. Adam Silver has never punished a player for a gun-related incident. Now, when Javaris Crittenton and Gilbert Arenas got into it, yep. and Arenas brought a gun into the locker room, he suspended Crittenden for the rest of the season. Turned out to be 38 games. He never played in another NBA game after that. Um, and he suspended Arenas for 50. Mm. And... Arenas is there's a, a clip running around on the internet where Arenas is doing a podcast and he said um, that David Stern basically called him in and told him you're going to take this 50 game suspension mm. or I'm coming after your contract. Mm. He said if you're working for us, if you're working for the league, we can't have gun. Re- you're we're a corporate entity. We can't have gun related if, anything. If this were David Stern at the helm, yeah. I would not have the opinion that I have. I think that Adam Silver is far more collaborative. To use the 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 kind right. word, he's, a, the he's a he's a players, he's a players commissioner. commissioner yeah. Yeah. And I think that the sooner he's back, the sooner it goes away. The sooner they can look. We've looked into it. We've decided that we've talked to him. He's we, we've we've worked with him, the, all the language that comes along with it, and they put him back out. Then it's not every time they play. The story isn't Ja Morant isn't here, the Grizzlies are sinking in the standings, et cetera, et but cetera. Tra- He's I, just back out there. I think the hole in that is if they find evidence, if they find evidence that Ja Morant, and maybe this is how it goes away, this is how it doesn't go away. If they find out Ja Morant actually had a firearm on the plane right. or in the locker room or something That's, along those lines, now you're going down the right road. Then, then, that then there's no way there's no way Denver. he doesn't serve 50 games. No, I, well, not I don't know chance. if it'll be 50. Well, 50 chance. is exactly but what you said about Mark Stein. Mark Stein well, had yeah, it, in, but there in, is no there. I, I looked this up today. There is no automatic anything. Okay, okay, got um, it. I think Mark said that in a podcast. He's since gone back and corrected it. There's no automatic number. But you're you're barking up the right tree. How did that gun get from Memphis to Denver? And assume I also assume it got from Denver to L.A. because he flew with the team here, and then the video showed up. Um, the but isn't it in the league's best interest, guys, to not prove that if they don't have evidence? If, if, they, if they don't have evidence, you're not, not wrong. Not you're it, not wrong on not that. Really aggressively well, look for it. The police, right. the police in Colorado have closed the investigation, but I'm, I'm sure the NBA hasn't. Um, and here's the other thing. Every team in the NBA has a staff of security guys that know 
everything. Mm. These guys know where, and, and by the way, they know all the police in all these towns and they know everything. And they tell these players left, right, and sideways, if you go out, take one of us with you. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's why we're here. You know, if you're going out to a club, Take take one of us. We'll you know we'll we'll stop problems before they happen. I don't know if Ja did that. I don't know if there was any of the Memphis security people there, but I guarantee you the Memphis security people know what happened. All right, let me change subjects here a little bit. Maybe Ja needs a big brother, like our listeners have big brothers. We were talking today, John, about fighting with your siblings okay. like but berkman told a story about his older brother giving him a typewriter pretty hilarious Do you know what that is because it's unbelievably awesome no he would sit on his chest okay. he'd have both knees, knees pinned pinning his yep. arms yeah and basically type with his fingers on his chest <laughs> and then smack him on the head go ding like he's hitting the return on a typewriter that is spectacular. isn't that amazing yeah by, by the way greg if if, if uh <laughs> If your brother did that to you today, he would be canceled. Uh, Greg would Greg would file a restraining order against him. So it, we it were talking a, it about it would be a major viral <laughs> incident. Pretty funny. All these things. I used to fight with my brother all the time. I'm yeah. the older brother. I, yeah, have a, me too. I have a brother that's two yeah. years younger than I am. And I used to pick on him and, and do all this these I didn't do the typewriter, but I yeah. did other terrible things until he smacked me one time and that was right. the end. And of that it. was the end. That was it. Did, did you guys when you guys were growing up, are you familiar with an atomic sit up? Yes. Do you know what an atomic sit-up is? The no. most popular M- M- move in a Major League M- Baseball clubhouse. Emily, do you know what an atomic sit-up is? <laughs> I do not. Okay, so this is a big thing when I was in a fraternity in college. <laughs> so you'll you'll be walking down the hallway, and they'll always pick out a, a, a victim. It's somebody new who's never seen this happen before, and we would do it to somebody every year. So they would say like, hey, Sleeve was coming up the stairs. And Sleeve would be like a pledge, somebody new in the fraternity. And they would go, atomic sit-up. So we'd get like 10 guys in a room and I would be down on the ground doing like, like trying to do a sit up crunches and you would walk by and you go, what's, what's going on? And he goes, Ireland thinks he can do an atomic sit up. And you would say, what's that? He goes, it's an equilibrium thing. If you get down on each side, if you get a guy on each side and they yell as loud as they can in Ireland's ears, he won't be able to do the sit up. You can't, it messes with your equilibrium. So I'm down on the ground in sit-up position. I do a regular Mm sit-up. I go, okay, I'm good. Two friends of mine, one in each ear, screaming as loud as they can. Ah! And I'm grunting. Can't do it. And you're like, that's impossible. I can't believe it. And I'd go, Slee, it's real. You got to try it. So you would get down and do it. I go, close your eyes. It'll help. So you close your eyes. I go, do a regular sit-up. And you do the regular sit-up. And then I go, okay, you ready? And you say, yeah, I go, okay, close your eyes and, and you're going to, it's going to be, you're going to put a little more effort into it, but just pop up as fast as you can. As soon as you hear the yelling. <laughs> so you get down, you close your eyes, you're in sit up position. Two guys start yelling at you. I think I know where this goes. In the meantime, with your eyes, when your eyes are closed, somebody drops their pants yep. and squats over you and you slam your face <laughs> right into their naked bottom. And that's an atomic sit up and everybody laughs hysterically. And you're like. I can't believe I just fell for that. That's what that's what the typewriter reminded me of. That is the move of every rookie in every major league club. It, it happens over and over. It's a and perfect over again. setup. It is. Did we? Did you torment your brother? No, but he was. It was weird because my brother and I were four grades apart, so we only spent we spent very little time together in school. Like when I was a senior, he was a freshman, but that was it. And and so I didn't give him too hard of a time. My my friends kind of looked out for him, so you, he got off, he got off easy. We you had some interesting stories from some callers. We had people going through drywall. We had assaults in the hallway. We had Basically, one guy whose brother kicked his sister in the stomach just because she was standing there in his way. All, all Again, sorts of fun guy stuff. does that today. He's canceled. <laughs> By the way, I knew you guys got here, but sleep. I I've been going to Laker games for twenty five years. That game last night was one of my top five favorite games of all time. I'm with you. Really? I, I told listen, all time. I told Trav in the break. Really? I told it, Trav was, in the break. It was so incredibly cool. The vibe was awesome. Pal was amazing. Um, he was. They actually won the game in a game where they went over to ninth place. There was a great vibe yesterday. I know that sounds crazy to say, but I'm with you. Yeah. I, well, so first of all, you walk in and every seat is covered in a Gasol jersey. Uh-huh. All right, so there's this mood of okay, we're here to we're we're like at a wedding. Sure. We're here to honor this guy, and Gasol walks in holding his daughter, 
Elizabeth, who's not even two. By the way, Elizabeth Gianna Gasol, yep. Named, yep. middle name named after Gigi. And he's holding a starter, and the, the game starts. And they start playing these videos at every timeout of all the stuff Gasol did when he was on the Lakers, of when he got here. I, there was an interview they played that I did with him, like, are you having as much fun as it looks? Mm-hmm. You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, this is awesome. Uh, he goes, can't wait to see where it goes, blah, blah, blah. And when the videos are over, he's in tears. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is this dude going to make it through halftime? He's a mess now. And everybody's reaction. So like yeah. when he stood up and he's in tears and he's kind of holding his heart and he's waving to the crowd and everybody's just kind of standing up, giving love to... Who the hell doesn't love Pau Gasol? Like yeah. it was just, that's the vibe that you felt. His th- There was this... They, they start the halftime ceremony and Vanessa Bryant comes on the screen. And by the way, I'm going to play all this stuff at 2 o'clock. I'm going to play Vanessa... Kobe and Pow at two o'clock. But Vanessa says, Congratulations. They're very close. She says, Congratulations. Um, I'm so sad Kobe's not here, but he knew this day would come. Take a look at this. And she throws to this video. Yep. And somebody found Kobe at a dinner mm-hmm. like 10 years ago. And they asked him, Hey, you think Pau Gasol ever gets his number retired? And Kobe goes, Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Of course. He goes, He goes, I can't wait to be there. We're all going to be in Staples Center, and we're all going to be honoring him, and and I'm going to be the first one in line, and it's going to be great. And so that now all of a sudden, so this voice from beyond has sure. has taken you to the moment where you are, and Pow gets out there, and I go, I, I looked at Mike, like he's not going to make it through, and he goes six brilliant. minutes, brilliant. and it's just Perfect. awesome. Yeah. And then the Lakers who were down by one come out and play great in the second half and he's sitting there watch it was travis it was i am so glad i was there i'm sure you feel the same way uh i rank it right up there with kobe's 60 point game some of the title games i went to it was it was nobody does ceremony like the lakers and last night they knocked it out of the park it was great and and 16 goes right next to number 24 uh right and just I i used your line and i gave you credit uh no it was can andy kamenisky's line that i thought was great 16, right in the middle of 8 and 24. Huh. There you go. Think about it. Jeez. 8 plus 8 is 16, plus 8 is 24, and now they're up on the wall together. That's cool. Oh, it's big time hey. makeup, Ramona. TV yeah, Ramona. I got good. You look T- good. TV Ramona is in TV. the house. She's here for Mason and Island. <laughs> Super Crosstalks, powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ah! Ah! Wow, what a night. What a night at Crypto.com Arena. I just said, if you're just trying to meet, I told Travis and Sleeve, one of my, did you forget your phone again? Sliwa forgets something every day, and so he comes back. Oh, he's got your phone. What'd you forget? Oh, your phone charger. AirPods. Equally important. Charger and AirPods, yeah. Um, but I, Momo, that was one of my five favorite games of all time. Wow, really? Uh, yeah. I think that if you look at everything that went into the night, the way that they handled the timeouts, the way yeah, that, that was cool. Powell was so incredibly appreciative of everything that happened. The fact that Vanessa Bryant showed up and introed him. Yeah. Um, the fact that the Lakers came back and won the game, that everybody was wearing a Gasol jersey. The amount of turnout, his teammates from Spain yeah. showing up, his 
old teammates, even old Jimmy like, Butler flew from Miami. For Jimmy Butler played. <laughs> how about get a load of this? Yeah. Jimmy Butler played a game Monday night. Yeah. Has a game tonight in Miami and flew in for this. Yeah. And that just goes to show you the respect that people have for Pau Gasol. Now, let me tell Did you Did Jimmy and uh, Pau play together? Yeah, in Chicago. Miami. Or Chicago. Thank you, Momo. Yeah. In Chicago. Okay, so yeah. at the end of his career. Yeah, well, yeah. No, not really. At the end of Pau's career. Right, at the end of Pau's yeah, career. Yeah, no, Jimmy's thought, still when playing. Jimmy was the, the best player on the Bulls. Right. And so, and, and I've, I've said over the years that Pau was one of my favorite guys to cover because of the way he treated everybody. Yeah. He treated the ball boys, the media. Yeah. The, and if you didn't hear his six minutes, we're going to play it at two o'clock. All right, so about 40 minutes from now. We're going to play Pau's halftime speech if you didn't get a chance to hear it, and we'll play Vanessa's intro as well. So stay tuned for that if you didn't hear it. But, um, Ramona, I, I, was, uh, I was talking to my boss, Tim Harris, today about something, and, and Tim had a great line. He said, he goes, the games are great, being a Laker fan's great, but he said, we need things to connect us. And that's the type of thing that connects you. You looked around the building, and there's Derek Fisher, and there's Jose Calderon, yeah, and there's James Worthy, Mark and Gasol, and there's Vanessa Bryant, yeah, there's Gary Vitti, yeah, um, there's all these people that were. It took you back twenty years and connected you to all those great Laker teams that Powell played on. And I, w- I was telling the story before you got here that. During the timeouts, they were running videos, and Powell was in tears with the videos. I didn't think he'd be able to get through halftime, mm-hmm. and he did. And it, the fact that he's up there right next to Kobe is so fitting and appropriate, and he was so thankful. And nobody does ceremony like the Lakers. If you think about it, whenever they retire a jersey, yep. whenever they do it, I mean, they always knock it out of the park. Yeah. And this was the latest example. It was just great. I had my lashes and TV makeup on because I had to yes. do that. I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. Like, I need the waterproof makeup tonight. Because I'm like a, such a sap for this kind of stuff. Like, it gets me. Like, when he started crying during the timeout, I was like, <laughs> like, like, it really, he is such a heartfelt guy. Um such a genuine person. Like, do you ever have a coworker or somebody that's just in your life all the time who's just such a nice person? And maybe like day to day, you don't tell them how great they are, or like every once in a while. But then when they're gone, you're like, oh man. Yeah, that's a perfect description of Gasol. Like when, and and I think the reason so many people turned out, and the reason the ovations were so loud, is I wondered. I used to say when he played for us, I got the Lakers are lucky that yeah. he's one of the faces of the franchise. Do we know that this guy never ducks out tough questions, never does the wrong thing? Never and this is the type of guy who's going to children's hospitals yeah. on his off days. Yeah. And you know his his message has always been, you know, today is International Women's Day. Yeah. He he was one of the first people to he wrote a a thing in the uh, in the Players Tribune about why Becky Hammond yep. should be a head coach in the NBA because he played with her when he played in yeah. San Antonio, or he coached she coached yeah. him when he played in San Antonio. He's just an advocate for good, and I wondered the whole time, Ramona, when when we were covering him and you and I were doing it together, do people get it? Do people get how lucky we are that one of our faces of the franchise is never moody, never a bad guy? Always plays, you know, balls out. Always, and you know, there were days where you know Kobe would get moody, uh, or Bynum would get moody, uh, but never Gasol ever. And he was just—I I mean, uh, he was an absolute pleasure to have on the team. And I wondered, okay, when his time comes, are people going to realize that what, how good we had it with this guy as one of our cornerstones? Yeah. And last night answered all those questions. He was, I mean, you could tell watching Rob Polinka, who wasn't even with us back then, but Rob knew him because he was Kobe's agent. And Jeannie, who loves Pow, you know, are standing out on the court and you looked at their faces and it was permagrin. Yeah. I mean, everybody was so genuinely happy for this guy because he had earned it. And, uh, you know, a lot of times stars, superstars come with a lot of baggage. Yeah. He doesn't. He just, uh, and, and, I'm so glad he's up there on that wall because he, without, like Kobe said, without him, we don't win those titles. Yeah. And he left a lasting impression. And the last thing he said, you'll hear this when we play it at two o'clock. He goes, I'm going to continue to advocate for for underprivileged people, for yep. people that need help, for, you know, a, a UNICEF partnered with this guy to yeah. fight hunger in Ethiopia. Yeah. I mean, he just, 
he took his fame and his talent and he absolutely maximized it. Yeah. And the fact that he got his moment in this, I kind of felt like I was going to his wedding. Yeah. By the way, how beautiful is his wife? With oh, those two little and the kids. two kids just yeah. sitting there, and like, I mean, like he's holding his daughter the whole night, and then the wife had the little. By baby. the way, his daughter Elizabeth Gianna yeah. Yeah. Gasol, named after Gigi, yeah. and uh, it it, uh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was it was one of those true things like like a lot of times like the nice guy you don't appreciate them in the moment you know people used to make fun of they say oh, the the euro guy or the gas right, right. stuff you know and i remember when he um i was wondering how his laker legacy would go i, I had a feeling it would be this right but at the end it was kind of yucky right like right. they tried well, to trade him he was in the chris paul trade right. the chris paul trade and then they were sort of trying to trade him several times then he, he you know clashed the, with dan tony who didn't yeah. like post players right yeah. and then pow didn't want to shoot threes you know so there was that there was this there's this kind of ugly ending and um but i knew he had stayed friends with phil and genie and he and he they used to talk all the time the way, how great yeah. was it they put phil jackson yeah he's up in a suite yeah. with his kids and his grandkids and they put Phil up on the jumbotron, and yeah. he's waving, and his grandkids or little kids, all yeah. in pow jerseys, going totally. like growing up. And he just, Phil just gets that sly grin on his face and throws up his hands, like, "What yeah. am I going to do with these guys?" Yeah, totally. You know, and uh, it, he it, gave a speech, like yeah. you know, even even I mean, just think about remember when Phil coached him, he would always kind of tweak pow through the media, right? Like he would say so. He, I, I remember, I always remember. A, 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 he said, "Oh, you know, he's got that uh, Iberian temperament. You know, right. we don't like to do practices too early in the morning." Morning, right, like you know, or, or remember in the Dallas series where he got into him and he he's like pounding, pounding on his, his chest, yeah. you know. And I asked I asked Pow about that later, and he he goes, oh yes, I remember that. That right, like yeah. he's so nice, like you could say and do that kind of stuff to him, and he just still understood it the right way, he took it the right way, and and like you're like you said, they like he deserved it. I really think he's gonna be. You don't go up on that wall unless you're a Hall of Famer. He's right. a Hall of Famer. Yeah, it it was just a great night. And then there was the game, which we'll get into next. Ramon is in for Mace. I'm John Ireland. Whole bunch of stuff today. Mason and Ireland, ESPN LA. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mason in Ireland. Momo. Ramona Shelburne in for Mace. We're talking about the great night last night at Crypto.com Arena. Pau Gasol got his number retired and the Lakers won the game and are now, Momo, two games out of the sixth seed. Now, that's a very glass half full yes. outlook because they're also one game out of the 13th seed. It's that's how tight it is, yeah. but but they now have an opportunity maybe to crawl out of the play-in and into the playoff. And I I was watching Anthony Davis last night. Another monster game. Yeah, thirty points, twenty-two. Bloody rebounds. nose. Yeah, just great. If if he continues on this tear, let's say he averages thirty and fifteen for the rest of the month. Could he make All NBA this year? Or is it too? Did he miss too many games? Miss too many games, and it's so. and I think there's too many good players at his position, right? Right. I mean, unless you can we call him a center? You could. They have before. Okay, so yeah. Okay, like to me, the two centers are going to be Embiid and Jokic. Yeah. But could he be third team center? Who would that be? You'd be competing with guys like Miles Turner and DeAndre Ayton, and yeah, maybe he could. You know, Gobert. Yeah, Gobert hasn't been great this year. Yeah. Um, the third team center is always a spot that's open. Right. And then, well, you figure uh, Giannis, Jason Tatum. I'm yeah. thinking forwards now. Giannis, Jason Tatum, Durant, 
LeBron. Um, I'm trying to think of forwards that might leave, be leaving out. Sabonis. Kawhi, Kawhi's missed a lot of games. Kawhi's Sabonis, missed a lot of games. Sabonis has been great. Um, it's, yeah, it. he could, but you're right. It's it's going to be yeah. tight. If, if we can call him a center, I think he could be a third-team center. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but I, I thought he was great, and um, I got to thinking that if you look at the standings, you notice the, the Lakers are alone in nine. Mm-hmm. You see who's in seven? Clippers. Yeah. So before you got here, we were talking, and and uh, feels like this is happening, right? That they could meet in the play-in tournament, seven eight. So I was thinking that the Clippers have a have a, a complex about being the redheaded stepchild mm-hmm. like no other, um, and it's justified. This is a Laker town; nobody gives the Clippers the time of day. The Clippers have dominated the Lakers. They beat them ten times in a row. They're thirty-one and seven yeah. since two thousand thirteen oh. against the Lakers. Just absolutely owned them. If the Lakers were to win that game, that one game, wouldn't you have to hire a busload of psychiatrists to get the Clippers through the next year? I know. That's rough. <laughs> and, and you know what? It was funny. So on a day where um, where everything about the Lakers was very uplifting, very good, Pau Gasol gets his number retired. Um, on the exact same day where everyone is showering praise on the Lakers, we get this out of the Clippers. Toilets! 1,160 toilets and urinals! Three times the NBA average number of toilets and urinals! We do not want people waiting in line. We want them to get back to their damn seats uh, at the end of the half before the game. Clocks! So, toilets! The, <laughs> the late, we played that on our show too. I, yeah. I was laughing. Uh, toilets! Could, but, wouldn't you have loved to have been a fly on the wall? Because I, I said this before you got here, and you can, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. comment on it too. The people that know the Clippers, and you do, and I yeah. do, and the way that organization works is Kawhi and Paul George do whatever they want. They they basically have carte blanche. They tell you when they're going to play. They tell you when they're not going to play. And this is not unique to the yeah. Clippers. I mean, star players do this all the time. But but the Clippers, have one of the reasons Doc Rivers left is there was this weird dynamic yeah. of – you couldn't tell Kawhi and Paul George what to do because they ran the team. You could tell Paul, but okay. So, <laughs> who do you think got the drew the short straw and got to tell Kawhi and Paul George to be in Inglewood at ten o'clock to put on a hard hat and stand behind Balmer when he oh. said toilets? <laughs> they got him out there, didn't they? Can you imagine? You think they had to pay him? I mean, it's supposed to be part of your contract. Right. I mean, you know, it's supposed to be what part of your What do you think they did contract. for him to get him out? That's like an off day, too. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, like, here's the thing. I have a lot of reaction to the toilets quote. Toilets! By the way, I, 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 I hate waiting in line in toilets, so good for Balmer with the toilets. But, but here's the thing. There's a there's a lot to this, to I, I got to choose my words very carefully. Right. Unpack feels like it could mean so. I don't yeah. know. Um, I don't want to be rushed. <laughs> Like, he's got this whole thing, like, we got to have more toilets so you never have to be in line. Right. And I get that. Mm-hmm. But the, the toilet break is also kind of like a break. Well, you know? He's not at a sporting event, though. Yeah, but, but and plus, Momo, he's not saying you have to hurry up and get out. Greg, there's not a line Oh, no, monitor. he kind of is. Right. He's like, I want you in your seat. His whole thing about this stadium is that I want fans in their seats cheering for as long as possible. So that's why they have... Three times the amount of toilets as anyone else in the right, NBA, right? right. Like, it's amazing that they know that. Okay. But also, they have, like, cashless spend. They have, like, cashless concessions. Well, that's getting more and more common. Yeah, more arenas. and more common. But, like, that's, like, a, everything's designed so that when you get up from your seat, you the, it's to minimize the amount of time that you're not watching the game. Because he wants you in your seat, cheering as much as you can. And I think that's a nice lofty goal, but I also think that's like, that's more you than everyone. Like people go to games to like hang out. Right. People go to games to watch the game, but like, I don't know, they like drift around, they schmooze, they see people, they do things like- Toilets! (laughs) And like, I have enough like little, like my four-year-old is constantly coming in when I'm in the bathroom. Like, and I'm just like- can I can I have a moment's peace? No, you know, like not even here. No, and you okay. have a younger one than the four year old. Oh yeah, he's too. now crawling in. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> toilets, 
but it is it's like if you're if you're somebody that is, yeah. is like a Clipper fan and you're going, Oh, what a great day for the Lakers and Palgasol, and then you you flip the channel and it's Toilets! <laughs> I mean, they can't they can't buy a break. You know I mean, what though? Like he was—he's so fired up about every inch of this thing. Like this right. thing is, you know. The, um, by the way, what we're talking about is a thing called the Intuit Dome. It's gonna be awesome. Which is all pretty much halfway built. Yeah. In in uh, it's opening in, in 2024 Inglewood. soon. Yeah. So it's uh it's right by SoFi. It's right yeah. in that area. Um, it's gonna be state of the art, state of the art. Oh my god, amazing, right? Um, but the, the like to me, it's it's um. <laughs> like the, this whole thing about like being in your seats for as long as possible I don't know is that what people do like I go to a lot of Laker games people are mingling people are in the patio and sure. the chairman's room and they're talking to people and they're working the scene yeah you know? and they're uh, looking for their next niece you know yes, what I mean yes I know yeah. what you mean uh, yeah it's all happening <laughs> um, uh, okay uh, let me get this in here before we go to Wheel of Questions um, because I knew you would have an opinion on it yeah. and I forgot to ask you about it on Monday um, if you go on the internet to all the sports sites that we all go to you'll see this headline in one form or another could Adam Silver leave the NBA to take the CEO job at Disney Bob Iger just came back. Bob's yeah. going to, I think, oversee it for at least another year, but then he's going to pick a successor. And he obviously has a relationship Maybe. with Adam Silver because of the multi-billion dollar TV yeah. contract. Um, you buying it or is just just internet fodder? Oh, no, I buy it. I don't think it'll happen. I do think... What's a better job, Bob? Bergman, what's a better job? CEO of Disney or commissioner of the NBA? Ooh, Let's say they I mean, pay exactly o- the same. Overall, I would think that CEO of Disney, it owns everything. Well, okay. be, you're in so charge let me of the tell you parks, the difference. You're in yeah, charge everything. of the. Uh, the CEO of Disney is a way better job. Is it? Yes. Why? You just get to greenlight movies and stuff all the time. <laughs> Hang out with movie stars. Like, I mean, I know Bob's got a much bigger job than that. He's got to worry about the parks and the ESPN. By the way, and all that. You Bob know? Iger. Who's our, I guess our big huge boss. Huge Clipper fan. Yep. Toilets! Yeah, yeah. huge Clipper fan. Yeah, he's But like, like the NBA is like, Adam Silver is like constantly on the phone with like Chris Paul complaining about the refs and stuff. Like right. everybody's little business, they all go to Adam Silver. Everybody's gripes about every little thing. They're all calling Adam. They all got him on speed dial. They're texting him. Like he's like, he's like uh, the most high profile, I would call it like, in a way, like a talent manager, like you know, you know everything that goes on, and everybody yeah. calls you when they need something fixed and done. Bergman, what job would be more fun? More fun? Well, no, the NBA commissioner job is not fun. I can't no. imagine that job. Being I think fun. it would be fun. No and I think he, way. I think he has fun. Oh, I he has Adam's, fun, but it's hard. It's like a, it's like a. I mean, you got to deal with like this John Morant stuff that comes up. But for the most part, man, he's like the, uh, he's like the ambassador for the NBA. So he when, fly, he first, when he, he flies around and gives LeBron trophies, Momo, you would know better. But when he first came on the scene, and for his first couple of years, he was like, oh, he's the best commissioner there is. He's a players commissioner. Everybody loves him. And over the last couple of years, there's been a lot more going on that he's not as beloved as he used to be. And so I don't think that's a fun job that he has at all. Really. Well, the last guy who was CEO of Disney basically got run out of town on a well, rail. He didn't last very long. Right, so that's a harder <laughs> job, I guess, yeah. is CEO of Disney. But if you're a guy like Bob Iger... Okay. By the way, Mom, I know both of them, okay? Yeah. I think Adam would actually be very good in, in a CEO role like this because so much of the Disney job is about... Uh, managing star talent, whether that's movie stars, star producers, star directors. Like, you got to be really good at talking to people with huge egos, lots of money, and right. a lot of power. And I think Adam's pretty good at that. Um, I don't see this happening. Um, it feels like more of a leverage play. More of a leverage play for that to come out. That maybe Adam is going to get a big, fat new contract with a lot more money? Yeah, well, they got a right deal coming up, and they're hey, make by the a way, lot more money. You would, and you the, would know. You know. would know this. I, I know there may not be one person, but if Adam left to be the CEO of Disney, who's on the short list to be the NBA commissioner? It would be would Mark it, Tatum, the who's deputy, the deputy commissioner. commissioner now. Mark's a nice guy. Yeah, um, and then there's a couple other people who I think eventually could be in the mix. Um, it's uh there there's 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 some uh there's a there's a okay I'm because gonna throw a before, name out for years everybody thought when David Stern leaves it was yeah. gonna be Russ Granick and yeah. Silver kind of rose out of the yeah. ranks and passed Russ up. So right now it is um right now Mark Tatum is the deputy commissioner. So that's right. sort of the waiting in the wings job. There's a woman um and it's this is blatant homerism but I also think it's true. Um, her name is Amy Brooks. She okay. works for the NBA. She's a Stanford grad. 
Okay. So there's my Homerism yeah. there. Um, she's very well regarded at the NBA. Um, but I also think they could go something totally out of the box and go somebody like a Masai Ujiri, yeah. like somebody who's been a team president. Um, has relationships with owners because he is part of the board of governors. Like he he goes to board of governors meetings. Right. Somebody like that who's come from a different background. Um, because he's like he does so much with NBA in Africa, and he's done. Yeah. I could I could see like a Maasai get that kind of a job. Yeah, that that'd be interesting. But uh, we'll keep an eye on it. Adam Silver uh, on the short list apparently. If Bob Iger yeah. is uh, going to name his replacement. All right, coming up next, wheel of questions. Ramona in for Mace. I'm John Ireland, ESPN LA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's see what comes up today. Okay, Ramona and I are both married. Greg used to be married. Jorge's spoken for. Will this with keep Brenda. us married yeah. or split us apart? No, it's okay. a philosophical Got question. It. Greg, I'll start with you. Okay. Okay. Would you rather marry a 10 <laughs> with yes. an unpleasant personality okay. or a 6 with a pleasant personality? Ooh. So when you say unpleasant personality, is that like sometimes it's just kind of annoying and yeah. most of the time it's all right? Yeah. Than a ten with an unpleasant personality. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here? Right. I can deal with a little unpleasantness. Yeah, I'm taking the ten as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually want some unpleasantness sometimes. Uh, Momo, what are you guys talking about? You have to go for the six with a great personality. You're going to be like with them all the time. But no, it's it's only sometimes. The unpleasant is just yeah. every once in a while. I know what you two idiots are talking about. Basically. You could work on her personality. You can't turn a six into a ten. No, yeah, I mean, six. But I don't bad. even need a ten. So, so here's the thing. I'm like a six or Ramon, seven. I don't need Ramona a ten. Ramona is You're a right. ten, Momo. The number yeah. one thing you when should, I have my lashes. Yeah, you look good. You're you look good today. TV Ramona. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean this sincerely. Yeah. I was going to answer it like you two guys did, but but the truth is, <laughs> I've said I've given this speech before on the air. If you're out there listening and you're dating somebody and you're thinking about getting married. The number one attribute you should look for, and I'm dead serious about this, is kindness because everything else goes away. Yeah. The looks go away. The health goes away. <laughs> um, a lot of times, uh, Greg, you know this because you're dating now. Uh, you, everybody's on their best behavior on the first two, three, <laughs> four days. the dates. first two, three dates, yeah. And then all of a sudden it all turns. Yeah. My wife used to have this friend. Total knockout. Yeah. All my friends wanted to date her. Uh, and my wife and her friends would beg her. They would say, uh, hey, they would set her up because yeah. like, she was so good looking that they, they could set her up with anybody. Yeah. Like, like, that girl's single? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And they would beg her. They would say, you cannot let the crazy out at least oh, for two dates. Okay. You cannot be yourself because <laughs> she was half a cup of crazy. Yeah. And they would. she would try- not to be crazy. And then they would fall in love with her because she looked so good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they eventually would crash and burn. Yeah. But if the person is at, like you, 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 yeah. Ramona, are married to a kind person. Yes, a very ne- nice, person. The first thing that person. jumps out about Nevin, your husband, is that he's just a really good dude. Yeah. Um, you know, he's nice to everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's a pleasure to talk to. He's like, like you want to, if I'm having a party, yeah. I want you guys there because he's the, you guys are yeah. the type of people you want yeah. at parties. I can throw you into any mix. Yeah. And you guys will get along. That's what you need. Yeah. You need somebody that's kind. So uh, I'm not saying take a two- with a pleasant right. personality. Six is fine. Six is good, Greg. No, okay. can make it. You know what? Work. Listen, can, let me, since I'm the girl here, okay, I'm sure. going to like tell you the real. You can work the with real, a six, real. okay? I don't need, I don't need 10 level like looks or anything, but you got to smell good, right? Okay. You got to smell good. Yep. Right, that's like okay. you got to be cleanly. Wait, so you when know, you say like, smell good, seat down. So you're, you're, you're not shower okay with, the, with Hold on, Steve Mason one shower a week guy. Nope. <laughs> no. Do you want do you want cologne smell good or no. just a just a just good a overall shower. smell? She'll okay. settle for deodorant, Greg. Literally, <laughs> that's, all, that's all you need. Like if you're well groomed, if you're like I'm not I'm not even talking manicures, pedicures. I just mean like your clothes are generally clean, and you generally take a shower every day. 
That yeah. I can work with. Do That's you a brush very low bar. If, if a guy but, can't clear that bar, you shouldn't. You have no business oh, talking so to him anyway. Like, like literally, like I can work with all the other stuff. I, if you don't dress well, I can buy stuff for you. Nevin, Nevin is not a great dresser, mm-hmm. but he just wears whatever I buy him. Right, and he's not Mason. And it's fine. He's not yeah, wearing he's not like Mason. the same thing so, like, every if, day. Because like he would be, he would be Steve Mason. Yeah, if you but I buy him like <laughs> nice polo shirts and some shirts, and I say, you know what, those pants have holes in them at the bottom. Like I think we need to swap those out he'll just change it up it's fine like we can do women can can so by work the way on we've, things. we've settled absolutely nothing here ramona and yes. i would take the six with Every the great day. personality and greg and jorge went the supermodel well it's not it's so, well, it's, uh, it's not so much because like the question the way that i understand it is that this this person is just unpleasant at times which is like that's well, anybody can anybody, deal with unpleasantness is there anybody that's unpleasant all the time sure well, there no, are yes, uh, yes. Yeah. i know some absolutely of them. there are people yes. that are unpleasant all the time <laughs> they're absolutely so and that's what i mean like if it's just every once in a while that's fine but if they're always yeah. unpleasant or mostly unpleasant then give me the six like um, you're, but the way that you phrased it was that well, I just read, every once in a while would you rather marry this is the only yeah. prerequisite would you rather marry a 10 with an unpleasant personality or a six yeah with a pleasant personality. You can interpret well, it any way you want to. Well, then if I want my 10 to only have an <laughs> unpleasant personality one day out of the year. Plus, oh, you, live in, you live in Los Angeles. Most people are going for the 10. I'll go in the middle then. Give me the five. No, the five. <laughs> Wait, I'm offering you a six. Why are you going down? It's okay, man. Don't yeah, worry. it doesn't make any sense. He wants the best personality there is. Yeah. The, both worlds. Uh, really. Okay. So, uh, this is a story from the NFL Combine. All right. There's a guy, uh, an offensive lineman from USC. Okay. Guy named Andrew Voorhees. Okay. He tore his ACL at the combine. So he's going to be out for the year. Then, after he tore his ACL, he proceeded to bench press 38 reps, the most of any player there. So he's the strongest guy at the combine. He he outlifted the defensive linemen, the linebackers, everybody. Um, If you knew that, you knew this guy was the strongest guy at the Combine, yep. played at USC on an 11-2 and team, blocked for Caleb Williams. Would you draft him anyway, even though knowing you couldn't play him for a year? So what 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 round are we talking Like, what was he projected as? Third. Third round. I think he'll fall like, you know, fifth round or something. Like, but right. yeah, I'd still draft him. Bergman, would you take him even though he's got a torn ACL? I mean, if you're taking him, yes, because you're going to get him the next year and he's that good and that strong. Yeah. I, would, I mean, yeah. third round is not exactly like, a you know. No, it's not a first well, round Ram, pick. Cooper Cup came in the third round. Yeah. It's not a second yeah. round pick. Yeah. Third, fourth. You can probably get him a little bit later, too. Yeah. yeah. He'll probably fall. Absolutely. Um, okay. On a somewhat related thing, we're all Raider fans. Yeah. Momo, Greg, me, Raider fans. Jorge, Jorge's a Niner fan. Um, neither one of our teams, our Raiders or Jorge's Niners, has a quarterback. All right. Yesterday, the Baltimore Ravens. Made Lamar Jackson yeah. that what do they what's the name of it, Greg? Non non exclusive franchise. That's okay. exactly it. Yeah. Why wouldn't the Raiders go get him right now? Okay, the price is you got to pay him, which I have no problem doing, and the price is two first round draft picks. As you guys both know, the Raiders have screwed up the draft ten years in a row. I mean, every time they have a first round draft pick, the guy either ends up in jail or cut. Um, two of them ended Except up. Except for Josh Jacobs, that was a good one. Yeah, two of them ended well, up in they jail. Almost didn't let one of them back. got cut. Josh Jacobs, they had to franchise yesterday to yeah. keep him because the they Raiders, declined his fifth year option. Yeah, the Raiders front office is is a clown show, and the new GM they hired from New England, those guys drafted terrible for years too. I don't even want the Raiders to have first round draft picks because I know they'll botch them. Greg, why not go get Lamar Jackson right now? So the, the reason why I would love Lamar Jackson, he's going to be your franchise quarterback you for years. I want Caleb Williams in a year. I'd rather have Lamar than Caleb. Okay, so if I had a choice, yes, I would we want know Lamar. Lamar can play in the NFL. Correct. Absolutely, I would take Lamar Jackson right now. The only thing that they're the problem that they're having with him is that you are going to have to give up the two first round picks. Right, you're going to have to fully guarantee his contract, and it's going to have to be a very very large number. So because of that, you can't. What a lot of what mostly works in the NFL is when you have a guy a quarterback on its rookie contract and then you build around that because you don't have to pay him very much you're putting all of that money into Lamar Jackson right now and losing two first round picks so you're not gonna be able to build at the same time so that's what the teams are having problems with I would go get him immediately Momo would you get him no why he wants too much guaranteed money so All of hundred percent guaranteed. So what? He wants everything hundred percent guaranteed for a long Give time. Give it to him. He's earned it. He's he an MVP. He's twenty four years old. 
He gets Everybody hurt gets a lot. Hurt. And I also think he doesn't run the system that McDaniels does. So you'd have to part of the reason he worked in Baltimore is because he, they they built the team around him. They built the personnel around him. I don't think the Raiders have that personnel. Plus it's just a lot it's just a lot of money to to guarantee like since the Deshaun Watson deal, yeah. nobody has gotten that kind of guaranteed money. I think Deshaun Watson almost like it, it, there's there's sort of some well, somebody's gonna though like, eventually when Patrick Mahomes comes up he'll get it. I would pay Mahomes. Right, but because I'm saying like, he doesn't get hurt like Lamar does. But okay, look at the division that our Raiders are in. Okay, yeah, we're looking at Russell Wilson in Denver, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, and Justin Herbert in San Diego. And we're going to play Jarrett Stidham at quarterback next year. We'll finish dead last. Lamar, Greg said he wanted to wait a year for Caleb Williams, which makes sense to me. Unless you can get Lamar Jackson right now. We can get him right now. Lamar Jackson is elite. This yeah. guy is an MVP in the prime of his career. We'd have him for seven years. Give him the guaranteed money. We don't, I, I mean, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. But think about the flip side. If he's And Greg, he's a perfect Raider. He's he's hard to tackle. Injured. He's kind of a maverick. He's injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. And, and by the way, why do you guys think that their market for Lamar Jackson is so dead? Because of the injuries and it's, because of the guarantee and because of what he wants. Right, but I, I don't totally agree with that. I, I don't I understand him what he wants. I don't understand why teams are coming out and saying we are out on him. Like, when do you ever hear a, a team actually like say they're out? It's it is collusion. Well, it could be. It, it is. It could be actual collusion. You know, yeah. and I think this is one of those things where um, he doesn't have an agent. He represents himself. Yeah. And sometimes that's good in, in, in a lot of ways because agents have agendas that are not actually always yeah. in the best interest of, their, of each client. But there's a sort of strength in numbers with agents. Like, when you messed with one agent's client, you sort of mess with all of them, right? Like, um, and I think Lamar, in some ways, doesn't have the power of an agency behind him. Well, like, yeah, he could. He could always hire an agent if he I doesn't could. get the thing he wants. But I, 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 just as a Raider fan, I want it on record. I would sign Lamar Jackson today. Today. I would give up the two first-round picks. I'd give him the guaranteed yeah, those- money. Done. Let's go. Let's roll. And uh, I, I think Lamar Jackson on the Raiders would be great. You'd have Josh Jacobs in the backfield. You'd have Devontae Adams on the outside. Oof. Our line, Greg, sucks. So every time the line, they, they penetrate, Lamar will just take off and run for 20 yards. Sure, but then now you don't have the money to pay for offensive linemen. Right. Well, but, And then does it matter at that point? Well, how, how does Kansas City do it? I mean, Kansas City has a pretty good offensive line. Yeah, but I mean, they re- b- b- from the last time they went to the Super Bowl to now, five new guys. Yeah, whatever I they mean, do on the offensive line, that's yeah. you know. But I, I mean, it, it, it can be done. All right, so so that's we're keeping an eye on Lamar Jackson, unsigned at this point. Um, we don't know where he's going to end up. Could end up back in Baltimore. Um, we're keeping an eye on him. Keeping an eye on Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of stuff going on in the NFL. All right, coming up next. If you weren't there last night, do me a favor. Stay in your car. If you're at your desk, stay at your desk. Wherever you're listening, give me 15 minutes. All right. I'm going to play for you the entire Pau Gasol speech from last night. It's six minutes long. And hopefully, when you hear it, you'll have the same feeling that I did when I got home last night when I told my wife it was one of my favorite nights ever being a Laker employee. He just hit it out of the park and will try and explain why coming up next. Momo in for Mace. I'm John Ireland, ESPN LA.